Welcome back to the Alliance. <laughs> I'm joking. Welcome back to the Alliance podcast with myself, Alicia Solomon, and Megan Hines, where we discuss everything the challenge. We are back to talk more about season 38, episode 15 at this point. And we have the end of the last episode where we fell off of the little cliffhanger of Casey and Kenny. And Anissa and Jordan in elimination going against each other. But that's the front end of the episode. The tail end of the episode, I think the biggest key is just don't be a pick me. Just don't pick it. Just, just don't. Just don't volunteer yourself. <laughs> don't be a pick me ass bitch. Okay. Just don't. <laughs> moral, moral of the story. Okay. Yeah. Please. Um, so. We're going to dial it back to the second part of that elimination where we were losing one person, well, one pair um, of the remaining teams who needed to fight their way back into the game. And obviously, you know, Bessie and Mariah, they got their spot back. Now it is just between Anissa and Jordan and Casey and Kenny. Um, And they will be competing and not so fast, which is a classic game we've seen played on the challenge where teams will have 20 minutes to weave and knot a rope as tight as they can as the other team will try to unravel the rope afterwards the first team to unravel the rope and get out of the area wins and saves in the game and honestly I have my money on Jordan and Nisa while everybody else in that house is like oh I think Casey and Kenny got in the bag they were struggling Real bad. Yeah, their bag is more like um, a plastic bag drifting through the wind, as Katie Perry once sung. That freaking elimination was just like, it was honestly the best thing to watch because I was rooting against Casey and Kenny so bad. I'm sorry, but like, they got to go. They had to go. And I feel like the first part of the elimination, Casey and Kenny, they were doing the right things and the both of them being able to be small and nimble and kind of maneuver through the rope and, you know, the contraption where they had to pull the rope through. It looked like they would be able to get things going a lot easier, but Jordan and Anissa just had strategy per Jordan. Uh, but Jordan and Anissa have strategy and, you know, how to have the rope look like it's more than one rope. And so that was their, you know, help once they switched over to the other side. But I just think that, like, once they switched over, I was just rooting against Casey Kenny the whole time. <laughs> I'm just like, just go home. Like, I didn't understand their strategy at all. Like, they were just, it was only the blind in the blind. It was the sectional leading the futon. Like, just connected, but just not there. Like, it wasn't working for them at all. Like, Kenny is small. Casey is relatively small. She has some strength, but that rope is long and big. And it's not 
if they couldn't do anything, like they only managed to get it to one side of the area, but you could easily like like Jordan and Nisa did just take the step and work the rope out. Like they didn't do much to really like tighten it. And I'm like, this is y'all's fave. This is Casey. She can't do this. Was not great. A bad showing for her. This is y'all's fave. Not my fave. That's y'all's. I don't know who y'all is, but y'all need to get your eyes checked and y'all need to get your mind right. Cause I don't know what in what world that would be a favorite. Like, um, I'm talking about that peanut gallery. They was really rooted, rooted, rooted for them. I'm like, well, it, I mean, it was one main person, which I can understand why she was rooting, but then it was just like the others. I I think that everyone just tries to be supportive in that in those moments, and they're like you can do this keep going which but oddly enough was super annoying especially in the later part of the elimination like at one point somebody was just like yo shut up like you're stronger than this you're strong you can do it and she's like yo shut up bro <laughs> just stop <laughs> and honestly i understand why because it's it's honestly annoying like i get the motivation but at some point please be quiet and let me focus yeah and that that was really the besties <laughs> As Tori was doing her best to be a motivational uh, help for Anissa. Anissa's like, girl, I just need to do this myself. And Anissa at one point was like, I can't do this. And then Jordan's aggressively being motivating, um, helping her. And I'm like, you can't, he's like, you can do this. And she was in pain. I'm like, ma'am, stop doubting yourself. You are your worst enemy in this moment. And I, and I don't as much have as much love for Anissa as now, but she got to stop doing that. She's too old to be doing that. When she has some sort of strength and capability, she needs to dig deep and really do some good things. But I'm like, ma'am, you got this. Like that wasn't that wasn't that bad. They didn't the like they could easily have gotten that rope done on. Their end. Granted, their contraption was very hard, but they managed to make it even harder for Casey and Casey. Yeah, I think that they were just literally trying to fight against each other. Like they were working together, but Jordan had all the strategy and Anissa was really just following his lead. But at some point, Anissa started to be Anissa and her demon started kicking her ass. And Jordan was like, Not today, Satan. Like, fight back, ho do something because we, we ain't losing. <laughs> like I didn't come back in this house to lose. So, I mean, I, I can understand why he, you know, was telling her you can turn your cans into cans and all this other Gary V shit. But honestly, if it motivates her, it motivates her. Like, yeah, I'm not mad at, you know, the mechanism that it's done. Cause you're just, you just need to win. Like, they're attached to each other, so he needs her to be the best person that she can be in that moment. Yeah. And so once that 20 minutes was done, Anissa got caught in the bar. And she had a moment. She was like, my coach. Everybody's like, oh, Lord, ma'am. <laughs> I just cooch. But aside from that, they were able, like I said before, just to break through those little steps that Jordan said they needed to get through and pull it out from the statue, and they managed to win Destination. Fitting, Casey and Kenny home. Finally, my prayers have been answered, 
And, you know, of course, it got a little emotional because Nani is Casey's girlfriend. And they're like, she's like, I can't do this without her. And, the, you know, the crocodile tears start. But honestly, like, it just showed, like, she don't need to come back. And neither does her whack-ass brother. Like, why did you even show up? Like, bro, he got me so tight, honestly, like, watching him do this game because it was just like, you thought your sister was going to carry you. Little did you know, her relationships are the one that's carrying her most of the time, and that's how she gets to the end. And if the format ending is not right, you both are going home, which is absolutely what happened. So I'm kind of glad that she did go home because I didn't want to see her again you know try to get to a final because i don't think that they would have did anything if they got to that final to be honest yeah in this case like they're a layup team that got as far they could and that was that like they weren't gonna make noise they were gonna be last of all those teams it would they would be like dead last if they made it to the final so yeah good riddance and that's the end like we said nisa and jordan won back in the house and now the team quiz is officially over. We got all the teams heading into the next challenge. Also, I wanted to note that Mariah and Fessy kind of had a kumbaya moment with one another. They apologized to each other for how things went awry between them. Granted, more stuff came out afterwards the season, uh, as the season was going and Fessy ain't shit. We all know that. And it was like, I'm like seeing, watching the conversations, like, I get it. Like, we butted heads, we gonna get through this, but we are still a strong team no matter what. Which, it, they are a strong team. It's just how are they gonna pull it out? That's my Yeah, I, I think that they just are figuring out how to tolerate each other because they weren't really good friends to begin with. They didn't have a strong relationship to begin with. And I think that once Mariah kind of figured out how to play the game and what she needed to do, she didn't really need Fessy anymore, and Fessy clearly only needed her just to be a body. So once she kind of figured out her own game and she had her own team, I think that's where her mentality just shift, which I don't mind because she honestly good riddance to him. Like he was, you know, just her protecting him and her trying to be all team Fessy was holding her back. So I just think that they just are like, you know what? We need to tolerate each other to get to the final and win this million dollars. And I think that they actually have a good chance to do so, which is what Fessy's been crying about for the past however long he's been on the show now. Yeah, he's like, I went to, I've been to two of these. I got kicked out. I'm ready to just do this. I'm like, okay, sir. Let's see how you, let's see if you can make it to the final. Let's see. But they have a good chance. But I'm just like, you never know. And also, Amber... And Chauncey noted that they are at the bottom of the southern pole at this point. Because now that it's back in the actual right eye pairs, none of the people like Amber. She knows that she is going to go in no matter what. So that's setting up how this episode ends up being for her and Chauncey. So she's just, they're like preparing ourselves for whatever comes. I just didn't think they would do what they did. But we'll get into that. And now we go into the daily challenge, and they're standing at the site for the challenge, wondering where TJ is. He pulls up in a bus drifting on this course. And it's like, what the hell he got them doing? But then we saw, obviously, in the trailers before what they're be doing. And they're going to be playing a runaway ride. 
where the bus will take off around the racetrack as it's full of different obstacles. And inside the bus, there are balls. And they will have to study a pattern printed on the board along the track. And have to recreate that with the balls they have in the bus. And the team that has the most correctly slotted balls will have, in the, in the fastest time, will win this challenge. So it's a lot going on. And people are going to get smacked from side to side in this bus. Which we saw, which is hilarious. Yeah, I mean, it was cool. I feel like it should have been like an earlier challenge, but... You know, it is what it is. Yeah, because I was like, like, Amber and Chauncey went first. And the way that she, her face, fully smacked yeah. on the yeah. side of the bus. Yeah. yeah. It was <laughs> like one moment she looked like she was just like, I don't even want to do the face. But honestly, like, she just looked stuck in the Matrix. And it was just like so funny to see the both of them and, Chauncey's like throwing up on himself and passing her the balls at the same time. It was really just an insane challenge. Yeah. So Amber and Chauncey went first and they were able to actually get seven of the 10 balls correct. At one point, Chauncey, like you said, he was urging to vomit. A lot of people were at that same urge we saw later on. And that they did decent for going first, I would say. Like even... Though like there was they they didn't have that good of a strategy, it wasn't for never first to go out there. So like, okay, what are you supposed to do? Manic at seven. Now it's still decent. It's not bad, and I mean, like you said, going first doesn't help because then you just don't see the strategy and how you can do better than the person you know behind you. But I just think that they did they did okay. Like they were average. Yeah. That's C plus. That's all you can take. Next were Horacio and Olivia. They're all really on a roll. They had um some good balance with the being in the bus. They were communicating really well. And at one point it looked like they had all of theirs, but they didn't. But they did a good job um with them coming back as a duo. Last time I saw them paired up, they had a f- it wasn't even a fight. It was just Olivia doing a tantrum. But they're back good together. She didn't throw a tantrum. She just, well, I guess she did throw a tantrum because she just didn't get her way in Horacio speaking to her. But I think that they sorted out their issues. He apologized, gave her flowers, you know, you know, just kind of was just like, hey, I was in the wrong and, you know, I'm here for you. So I think that's why they were able to at least stick by each other, even throughout them being on team. She was always rooting for him. And now that they're back together, we can kind of see how they work together. I do still have my reservations about Olivia and how well she's going to continue to be playing, but we'll see how it ends up happening. Yeah. And next were Jordan and Anissa. Anissa was also getting thrown around. Like, she was getting thrown side by side from that bus, and it was just funny. At one point, Anissa hit Jordan in the growing area. And he's like, oh, I hate you. Like, yeah, it hurt. But they were able to get a lot of the balls in. Next were Fessy and Mariah. They did good. They got eight of ten. Nothing really too crazy. Um, we got Tori and Devin. And Tori threw up multiple times while in the bus. And at one point, she was like, we gotta stop. We're good. She was like, I don't care. I'm over it. I'm vomiting. We're done. She pulled, I pulled a lever crock and that's what she did because she was over it. Done. Yeah, she gets car sick. Good for her. 
she came out the bus still heaving. Honestly, I I don't know how well they would have did regardless. So, I don't know. And I'm always rooting against them. So, the worse they do, the better for me. <laughs> and next were um, Bananas and Nani. And Bananas also flew. Like, it was funny. The scene, people that <laughs> we got are not fond of fly throughout this buzz. Aside from Amber. Like, butts her heart. But seeing Anissa just fly from side to side in the buzz, seeing how Tori did, that was funny. And then seeing Bananas just fly from one fight to another i'm like <clears throat> that's funny i like tj he was laughing the whole time that was me i had a ball laughing at them like just fly and that was pleasing to me but um they had a strategy that he managed to get his balance together um and they were able to kind of just stay on a wall and have a good vantage point to see the board and they were communicating really well and uh, they ended up actually winning this challenge, getting all 10 of the balls um, correct. Yeah, I feel like for them, it was just like one of those moments because Nani lost Casey and blah, blah, blah. That happened earlier in the episode. You know, I think this is the second time like she has had that moment for her this season where she it seems like she's coming overcoming adversity, whether it's her mom's death or Casey leaving or whatever the situation is. Like she's just like having that moral victory moment where she wins and it's just like oh my god like she's gonna finally do it i still don't think so but still like it's a feel-good moment for her at least and then of course johnny is attached yeah and um aprasio said afterwards um that he wouldn't be surprised if him and olivia are thrown in since bananas had no issue putting them in multiple times this season but for bananas and nani winning so i have to pick one pair to go at the zone and for the teams will be on the bubble, one team also just be safe. So it wasn't that bad of a decision for them to not pit Fessy and Mariah in because Johnny has that relationship with Mariah, which is still weird. Um, so they're off the table for going in. So now they just have to um interrogate the rest of the teams. And Nani made a comment that she said that Amber and Chauncey have been making deals. And I just wanna I know I, I can't answer anything right here, but who said that in the words of Portia? Because where have we seen? We have not seen anything of that sort. And I'm the like, only thing, that? the only thing I can think of is when Chauncey and Jordan had that conversation, and they kind of like head nodded each other and was like, "Okay, like you know, whatever." All of this stuff with Amber is made up. Let's just start there. We've we've already spoken about this in previous episodes and it like comes to fold even worse in this episode. I just think this episode just shows like how much of a sheep some people are. And once somebody starts something and they are like going along with it, like people and, and these are fucking grown people. This is what really like irks me. Like this is my ick. This is grown ass people. Like why are y'all just like trying to come up with reasonings why you don't like the girl like it's okay to not like somebody but honestly it's for no reason like no one gives a concrete reason where I have evidence and tape and I'm just like you know what I can kind of see sort of kind of what they're like none of the evidence shows that this girl has done anything to these people and her boyfriend is just honestly collateral to go with her so I just think that they are just making things up to be like, 
and Johnny also mentioned that he didn't want them to come back in the house and have that as leverage, you know, for him to owe them something if they come back into the house. If you were going to double cross them, then just double cross them. Like, honestly, it's just like, say what you want to say. You don't want to choose them. You don't like these people. Like, it is what it is. But don't come up and make some kind of freaking story about how you don't want them to have one up on you. Like, bro, that's just life. And honestly, life is going to kick you in the back. So I don't, it's going to come back either way. Whether they give it back to you or life gives it back to you, it's going to come back to you. So I, I just don't get the mentality that these people have. Nani with her nonsense story, Devin with his whole uh, little spiel about Amber, as if to say he has her figured out. Like, pasty, please sit back and relax in that ugly ass collared shirt she was wearing. You have nothing figured out. This is not chess and checkers and all that bullshit. He's trying to fucking fly. Shut up, bro. Shut up. Like, she done nothing to you. You're mad because you got caught in a lie earlier in the season and you got called out. Like, cut it out, bro. Oh, you said things better than I could say. But I'm just going to add on. This woman came in on her rookie season was mentored by a challenged legend because he was her partner, got her to a point after he left. She partnered up with CT in the final, bested him at points in that final, won that final, fair and square, against people who have been on the show for longer and could not even win. Two of those people on that same season did not bode well. That was the same season that... Fessy just flopped it. So that's why those two are mad. But everyone else, why are y'all mad? She had, like you said, has not done anything to them. Where is the tape? I feel like some of it, I don't don't know if some of it has to do with what happened between her and Amber M. But we still never got actual, we got like that situation. But aside from that, nothing else has happened with Amber to warrant all this hate that they have for her and it's been unnecessary because she is the nicest person she's very naive when it comes to them she says she has love for all of them but they don't have that same love for her and that's what's that's what's hard i'm like this woman has done nothing to y'all nice to all y'all is always winning for y'all at some point y'all can't reciprocate that to her at all only some of them can because they don't they don't subscribe to that same group thing like, we have not, like, someone saw, I saw someone tweet that we haven't seen Jordan talk down on Amber this whole time because he respects her as a champion competitor. Everyone else, it's just weird. It's giving weird. It always gave weird. And it's really like bullies. Like, I, it is. Like, it's called space. It's like they're bullying her, like, emotionally. Like, and she, she's noted, like, I am naive about some things. But, hey, it is what it is. Um... It's just weird. And it's funny too, like on, she went on this week's podcast with Anissa and Tori. Spoke her piece. At one point, Tori is mute. I was like, ma'am, this is, this message for for you and your friends. Because y'all were, especially Anissa. Because Anissa's been sneak this and her this whole time. And that's, we can get to tune later on, but like Anissa later on this episode just really blew mine because the way she was talking about her in a confessional was just like, it was nasty. Like, it was just like, bitch, you too old for this. Like, come on now. You are way too old and grown to be carrying on about somebody else like this. Come on now. Yeah. 
Yeah, they deliberated with everybody uh, that was not named Bessie and Mariah. And Amber and Jonathan came in ready for business in their interrogation, dressed up in business wear. And they said they know they didn't pull a safe dagger that they were going to go in because everybody else is connected. They're going to save everybody else, everybody else but them. And then we're like, hey, let's just nominate us. We don't mind us going in because we know we're going to go in, just bend it off and just put us in. And that's that. Yeah, we can move on because I don't even, I don't get this decision. I don't understand it. And then the reasoning behind it, it's just like, it gets more and more odd. What's it? And we got the divinatory. It was really them shitting on Amber. That was it. They didn't really have nothing to worry about. Nisa and Jordan, Nani said that she hoped that they pull a dagger, save Devin and Tori, and that'd be it. Um, and Jordan did make have some comments about Amber and Sean C nominating themselves, saying it's not a good thing. I've done it before, and it didn't bode well for me, and it might not bode well for y'all, so good luck. Olivia and Horacio, they know there's like a 33% chance of them going in, especially if Devin and Tori and Anissa and Jordan save each other, they're going to go in. And that was that. No thoughts? We're going to move on. <laughs> We're going to go to the zone where Banana Zanani gave Chauncey and Amber what they wanted and voted them in. TJ was shocked that they would nominate themselves. And Anissa said that Amber just wanted to look noble and she called BS. I wrote in my notes, shut up. That was it. Yeah, I just think that Anissa more and more was just showing her true colors in like how she's moving this season but like in some weird shape I was rooting for Anissa like she's doing well in eliminations and all the other stuff and so it's been like 20 years so I want her to succeed but then she does this with a confessional and calling BS and seeing how Amber wants to be noble I just think that Amber wanted to pull her fate in her own hands. However, this was just not the way to do it. I just feel like if she knew that they were going to choose her, she just needed to let them say her name. They She needed them to just call her out rather than her putting herself in that situation because you never know what the outcome could have been. So I just think that putting your like... I get it. She's taking her fate in her own hands, but that was not the re- that was not the way to do it. And then Chauncey just behind her talking about how he was upset that um he didn't complete a challenge, and so he needs to redeem himself. You need to redeem yourself in another daily challenge, not an elimination. Like it don't work like that. You need to come back and show what you can do in the house. You're like this is for you fighting for your life, fighting for your time to be in the freaking house, not trying to. We don't got time for your redemption arc, boy. Stay in the house. Like, I don't get what he was trying to do there. He was trying to say, like, if he did not do well at the basketball game, he was going to fight for his life and practice to do better. Sir, it's practice. It's okay. Like, you don't have, like, sometimes you don't have to just put everything on the line. Just put your head down and do the work. Don't do this. <laughs> because you did it doesn't make sense. I get the sentiment though, but just no. I'll leave it because it's a 50-50 chance you don't come back. And you don't want to take them chances. But they did. Yeah. Um, what's that? They we go to the dagger draw for everybody else. And Anissa and Jordan drew a blink first. And then Olivia and Horacio drew next. 
And they got the faith dagger. Of who they saved, I was very confused. Um, because Horacio has been friendly with Jordan this whole time. They've built a good rapport with one another. But it was just a little bit odd. I don't know the reasoning why, but it it is what it is. But yeah, they voted for they saved them. And I'm just like, okay, how is that beneficial for your game? Because they wouldn't do the same for them. And it's like, okay, cool. We're going to just see how this votes because it might bite them back at ass. Because knowing Devin and Tori, they're not going to be as loyal to those who try and throw their bone because both of them are sneaky. So we'll see how that works. And I just hope in that in Jordan and Nisa going against Amber and Chauncey, that was going to be a good battle between two good teams in this new old nation. So <laughs> I have to get my dinner, guys. I'm sorry. This is real time. I just... I gotta be honest. <laughs> I was trying to ramble on a little bit more, but yeah. I- <laughs> In my head, I was like, keep stalling, keep stalling. I'm trying to run to the door. But your thoughts on Olivia and Horacio saving Devin and Tori, because I think that was a very a very odd decision. Yeah, I mean, I really thought that they were going to save Jordan and Anissa just because. Horacio has mentioned that he's looked up to Jordan and they've had a relationship in the house so far. But I mean, why save Tev- um, Tevin and Dory? <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Why save Devin and Tori? Like, I get that Anissa said his name twice and that Jordan is attached to, you know, Anissa. So he's going to go off with just that off alone. And I get Horacio trying to morally you know make it make sense but at the same time I just think that in the long run Devin and Tori will not look out for them at all I feel like even in the slightest if he would have saved Jordan and Anissa Jordan may have had Anissa double think about saying Horacio's name in the long run like as much as she's already said his name he's already proven himself and I feel like Jordan would have been like, ah, I don't know. I don't think we should do that, right? I think we should do Devin and Tori mm-hmm. or however that would have went. So I just think that even though Horacio is a great player and I do love his, you know, how he's been moving this season, I just don't, I don't know how that's going to bear out for him moving forward because the next, my next thing is he and Olivia are already going to be number one targets going back into the house. So I wouldn't trust Devin and Tori as far as I can throw them, to be honest. Same. That's why, while I was rambling, that's what I have brought up. I'm like, they're not going to help you out. This is like, this is like the end of the line. We're basically about to be at the final soon. You kind of, if depending on how next week shakes up, I don't know. Just help them have another chance to get to the final. And I'm like, sir, love you, man. But that was some bullshit. So, yeah, we get Anissa and Jordan against Amber and Chauncey, which would be a good battle in a sense, you know? However, I was not rooting for Anissa in this instance, so she was being a bully, mean girl, so. 
Well, I feel like once we saw what the challenge was, it wasn't anything to do about that afterwards because, as Chauncey said, Anissa has the weight on Amber. She, you know, like, this is not the challenge for Amber to succeed in. So I just think that Amber's odds were not stacked in her favor, and she just should have kept her mouth closed and probably would have had a different opponent. Maybe she would have gotten, you know, the win a little better. But yeah, that that those first three rounds with Anissa and Amber were brutal because it was just like Amber could not do anything. Yeah. Um, so in the nation, they played Rumble Tumble, where in male female rounds, players will be tethered to their opponent and have to knock over the three stacks of blocks at the outskirts of the zone. First to win in both rounds will win the nation. Um, and Anissa was pulling Amber. Around. She was like, oh, pull her around like a puppy. Um, like, girl. Alright, cool. We get it. You're bigger than her. You have the advantage over her. If I feel like that's her energy in this nation, it was just it felt very weird. Like, she was like, I, she, it felt like she kind of really wanted to stick it to Amber. And I was like, this isn't necessary. Like, why are you doing this? But, yeah, like you said, like, Amber couldn't get anything to hit like, Nisa was just knocking her all over. Yeah, it, it wasn't Amber's elimination, and I think that just, I, I just wish that Amber would have knew better just to not say anything. And that's it. Yeah. And then we get to Jordan and Chauncey's round, and Jordan was seeing Chauncey set himself up to go straight, and this battle was very, like, strategy versus just will. With a little sense of will as well. Um, where it was kind of neck and neck, but they both got both of their first two um, blocks down. And then it came down to that last one. Chauncey managed to get them like in the middle of both of their last ones, but Jordan just had like the edge. And I was like, hmm, this is why Jordan is who he is. Like he's going to dig deep and pull out a win. Yeah, I think Chauncey. Once Jordan figured out, once Chauncey goes, he needs to make a move or however he strategized, the last move was Chauncey was literally almost there. Like, he almost had it, and he was digging deep. He was fighting, and I think it was more Chauncey's endurance versus Jordan's strategy that Jordan was able to beat him because once Chauncey, like, stopped moving properly in the sand, Jordan literally just dug deep and, like, dug his foot into that sand and just really powered himself through to get to the block and win. And that was that was tough. Like, you saw it on everyone's face. Everyone was just like, they had a moment where they knew Chauncey was going to win, and they were like, oh, my God. And then once Jordan got up, and then he just powered it, they were like, oh, shit, Jordan just won. So I think that, I mean, we all know what Jordan's capability is. It's just the person who he is that <laughs> is the problem. But... Yeah, I, I don't doubt Jordan's ability in this game and what he can do, like, strength-wise. We've seen him this whole season carry people, swimming back to get people, like, all kind of shit. You feel me? So, like, he's he can do it, but it's just the matter of him getting the opportunity to do it. Yeah. And Chauncey and Amber got me, got, had me tearing up, like, a little bit when they said their party messages. So, I'm like, I really like them. Now it's just going to be, who am I rooting for now? <laughs> Aside from Olivia Narasio, that's it. <laughs> yeah, honestly, just root for humanity. But 
I mean, Chauncey's, you know, tearing up. It was really sweet to show that he cared about, you know, being in that game because Amber is the person who brought him in. And even as much as Amber is not liked, is not respected, is not, you know, deserving of even being around some of these people, I think that he was just like, the fact that he had the opportunity he was grateful for and he appreciated it. And so did Amber. I mean, like, I just felt cringed when Amber was like, I just want to, she was like, I just want to let the ladies know I love all you rookie girls, da, da, da. I'm just like, save your breath, sis, because these people don't give a rat's ass what you got to say. Like, I don't care how much of a facade they putting on saying, we love you, Amber. Like, <laughs> they, they trying to see you out the door. They don't want to see you there. So I just really hope that if Amber comes back and whatever the formatting is, if Chauncey decides to come back with her, whatever the situation is, I just hope that Amber really truly just digest and realize that these people don't really like her and i get that she's just a sweet person and this is just her personality but girl they don't deserve you they don't deserve to get your energy they don't deserve to be around you she needs more people in her corner like this this whole but majority of the fans did not like her if she because she tweeted like she loved cam and they were on their season together she was cool of Ashley and, and, and Amanda. If she had them, she'd be fine. She'd have some backup. But her being by herself in this cast, she was not going to win at all. She's always by herself, though. I think that's because um, Amanda even turned on her when she had that fight with Esther, and she was making up excuses as saying it was um, it was Amber's fault that Fessy was yelling at her and Esther during the thing. Like, None of these people like her. I don't care who it is. Like, maybe Cam can be, like, the only real one there. But honestly, like, these some of these people have shown, like, even they say, oh, she's cool, whatever. Like, they just do funny shit that is just like, bro, you really don't mess with the girl. And then y'all fallback is she's fake. She's shady. She acts too nice. She's And it's just like, that's just who she is. Like, I'm sorry if y'all just never met people who are actually good people in this world. But they do exist. Yeah, I, I and she's a Capricorn like me, and I am the same way. What does that mean? What does that mean? Like, it's, it's only Capricorns good people because I've met no. so many Capricorns before. No, no, I'm just and I'm just saying in reference to her, in reference to her. Okay, okay. I, I hate that shit. I, it's like, oh, I'm a Leo and I feel this, and oh, I'm like that. Don't because. mean shit. Like people ain't shit. People ain't shit. No, but she's because. a good person. Because Casey and Josh are Capricorns too, and I don't like them. that's what I this is exactly what I just said. What does that have to do with anything? There are shitty ass Capricorns, just like there are shitty other sides of every other person. <laughs> it's just I identify more so. Okay, I, I get it. Black Capricorn got it. Cool. <laughs> but um with them being gone now, we are one step closer to the final. We have one more week with one more team going home, and then we are officially in the final. Thank God, because yeah, this, this season has gone on for too long. It, it, it's definitely been painful at some point once we've seen the switch of how this game was working out. Yeah, and we are going to get into the tweets from this episode, um, as always. I'd be cracking up and I'd be in my my room, pin my hand up, like, I 
agree. Um, so the first tweet, we ain't got time for this Casey and Nani shit. There's a door, Casey, and I'm going to play a video that's attached to it because I want you to hear this. Get that bitch out of here. First of all, Tommy is a, a legend. I love Tommy. But honestly, <laughs> she got to go. Get her out of here. Pack it up, sis. It's time to go. Time to go. Sorry. Get your ticket. Get Say your goodbyes and leave. Like, just go. Yeah. Like, we... I get it. They have the love for you. But it's time for her to go. Bye. That's it. Um, The next tweet... My screen went black. Hold on. I hate when it happens. Um, next tweet. This season feels so long. Like, is it take the ride with or die along the way? I agree. It's been a very long season. And, and it's only 15 episodes. It's it it drags and these episodes are 90 minutes. That's what kills me the most. Like they're 90 minutes. And sometimes they're 90 minutes of absolutely filler. It's really insane. Yeah. Yep. Um, someone said, Anissa beefing herself at this point. That's it. <laughs> I mean, we saw it firsthand. She really was. Yeah. Um, the last tweet, the Amber hate train is really played out. I'm still unclear on how she's a shady player, shadier than any of these other people. If you don't like her, say that. But these people talk down on her like they are some noble individuals. And I'm quite tired of it. I am too. Same here. Um, we have exhausted this conversation with Amber because it is what it is. Like, I don't know why they don't like her. And again, hopefully if she decides to come back, you know, she just understands that these people are, they don't deserve any of her time or energy. And it is what it is with some of these folks. And I think that people are just showing their their true colors, especially with Devin. I just didn't like how his attitude has always been with her. It's very weird. Like, you are a man. You want to be a bad bitch? Just say that. Like, I just, I don't like men who give sassy energy like that because you have beef with a woman for what? Like, go hug your mother. Anyway, please. I was going to say, he's he's giving Peter. Yeah, Patricia. (laughs) Yeah, the Vina, the Vina. Um, we see you. Yeah, we we yeah, see no you. We don't like it. Uh, and I used to, I usually, I usually rock with Devin, but like the way he moved with Amber is just like it's funny to me. And I don't like men who do shit like that. Cause why are you even acting like that? You'll you, un- untuck yourself, brother. Like please. Anyway, uh, that's it for this episode. We have about four more episodes left of this season of Rider Dies, which whoo couldn't come any sooner but thank you guys for listening we'll be back to talk more about this next week you can follow our twitter page as alliance pod you can follow our youtube page as alliance podcast you can follow megan at mix and hines you can follow myself at ace underscore s5 and we'll be back next week talking about more of the challenge right it thank you for listening bye